Welcome to the Maria Heller Show, on the net since 2000 and still going strong. If you feel like you're not getting the real news, if you feel like you're not connected spiritually, you have found your home. Maria covers a wide range of topics as only a snarky New Yorker can. Straight up, no chaser. No censorship, no corporate sponsors, thus true freedom of speech. Your subscription gives you unlimited access as a member of the smartest audience on earth. Relax and enjoy the education. Now here's Maria. Good morning world, Maria here alive and kick and welcome to the news as usual. There's tons of it. Some of it good, most of it bad, but it is the news and of course my own views thrown in. Next week we'll be Awaken with Maria and Monica, so you're going to want to stay tuned. And uh, Monday, by the way, is President's Day, and I'll still be doing my news show. And there you have that. Okay, so we had a St. Valentine's Day massacre this year. One person's dead, at least 22 injured, after a shooting near the Kansas City Chiefs Parade. Uh, and was including, by the way, 11 children in a shooting at the end of the parade to celebrate the Super Bowl win by the Kansas City Chiefs, sending terrified fans running for cover and marring yet another high-profile public event with gun violence. Kansas City's police chief detailed the shooting's toll at a news conference and said three people have been taken into custody. I wouldn't be surprised if they turn out to be MAGA nuts. She said she heard that fans may have been involved in apprehending a suspect, but she couldn't confirm that. Yet, I saw the daughter of the man that did take a suspect down, and it was confirmed. Something that certainly would have happened on 9-11 on those planes, except for the crappy stories they gave us of what happened. Uh, anyway, the university health spokesperson said the hospital was treating eight gunshot victims, two in critical condition, six in stable condition. The hospital was also treating four people for other injuries resulting from the chaos after the shooting. So, you know, they keep telling us good guys with guns would stop bad guys with guns. Well, guess what? There were 800 officers on duty with guns. And yet, uh, the struggle the authorities had when the gunman can disrupt anything in just a matter of seconds, so that was 800 useless guns. Parades, rallies, schools, movies, it seems like almost nothing is safe, said the mayor of Kansas City. All right, a good news story. Democrats retake uh, George Santos' seat, overcoming dissatisfaction with Biden and a surge in migrant arrivals that's played to Republican strengths. Former U.S. Representative Tom Suozzi, a Democrat, won the special election to succeed federally indicted fabulous liar George Santos in New York's 3rd Congressional District. Trump, of course, then denounced as foolish Maisie Pillip, who after her special election loss to him, he blamed the trailblazing Maisie Pillip's loss on her failure to come out in favor of him during the campaign against Swosey, which is a lie because I heard her speak and she was a MAGA nut. Several voters who spoke to CNN Tuesday cited Congressional Republicans' killing of a bipartisan compromise on border security last week as the reason they switched their votes in favor of Mr. Suozzi. Well, the House, who never does anything for, uh, for any of us, 
did another impeachment against the Department of Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, which of course will fail. They voted to impeach him in another effort to help Trump's 2024 White House bid, because this is how stupid they are. Biden condemned the GOP for engaging in a blatant act of unconstitutional partisanship, which it is unconstitutional, but I guess the Constitution doesn't mean anything anymore. The Democrat-led Senate's likely to either dismiss the charges or set the matter aside indefinitely. Democratic lawmakers claiming the impeachment politically motivated. They continue to blast the impeachment as an illegitimate sham, which is Trump, and continue to insist Republicans have failed to meet the threshold of high crimes and misdemeanors necessary for expulsion. I guess they left off that it's the GOP that will not uh, pass the legislation on the migrant situation. Well, they still control the majority in the upper chamber and his expulsion would require a two-thirds vote, meaning it's a near impossibility. The Senate's planning to quickly reject the House impeachment articles against Mayorkas, and we'll see what happens there. By the by, the number of migrants illegally crossing into the U.S. from Mexico has dropped by half, 50%, in the past month. Well, bad news for Trump. He's set to appear in a Manhattan court today in the prosecution over his hush money payments to a porn star just as major developments come to a head in at least three closely watched cases against him. The Department of Justice asks SCOTUS to end the delays of Trump's January 6th trial. Jack Smith called on SCOTUS not to delay the trial for his efforts to undo the 2020 election, saying the charged crimes strike at the heart of our democracy. Okay, Katie Porter is fighting for her survival in the, for the California Senate. She's facing a multi-million dollar barrage of advertising funded by wealthy donors seeking to ensure she doesn't qualify for the top two runoff elections against Adam Schiff in next month's primary. Yep, and with, this is the problem we have with money in politics. Nikki Haley hinted that Trump's trying to steal the election. She hinted he's trying to influence this year's election results by promoting his allies for top post at the Republican National Committee, including his daughter-in-law, who now hold the uh, purse strings. And they know that all the money that they collect is going to end up going for Trump's defenses. All right, speaking of defense, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was back in the hospital, and now he's been released from the hospital and has resumed his full duties. All right, it's un-American for sure. Biden harshly condemned Trump for saying he would encourage Russia to do whatever the hell they want to NATO allies that don't meet his standard for providing enough defense spending, calling Trump's remarks un-American. I'm sure he said a lot more behind the scenes. All right, the Biden administration is now investigating Israel's possible war crimes. Are they kidding? They're not possible. They're happening. A month ago, the White House said Washington was so confident in Israel's war in Gaza that they didn't need to investigate its actions. But internally, U.S. officials have been assessing possible international law violation by Israel for months, and they're continuing to do it. 
Meanwhile, Palestinians are preparing for an invasion of Rafa, the last, the last place that they could possibly be. Panic has gripped Rafa. Gaza's southernmost city, where more than a million Palestinians have taken refuge after Israel walked back its commitment, in other words, lied, to keep the area safe, and announced forces are preparing for a ground invasion there because they are the demons and they consider themselves God's chosen ones. Israel bristles at the report that the U.S. and Arab allies will propose a Palestinian state plan in a few weeks. The blueprint includes firm timeline tied to a pause in Gaza fighting. But Israel said, now's not the time to be speaking about gifts to the Palestinian people. Gifts. Gifts like what? Food? Water? These people are demons, and that's just the way it goes. All right, if you use Uber, Lyft, or DoorDash, you might be out of luck. They started a strike over fair pay and safety. Roughly 130,000 drivers are expected to decline rides to and from airports in 10 U.S. cities between 11 and, uh, in the morning and 1 p.m. in the afternoon. At the same time, Instacart is laying off 250 employees, which is 7% of their workforce. And as the uh, nature is going, going, almost gone, more than 22% of migrating species are now at risk of extinction, according to a report by the UN. A first ever UN report, State of the World's Migratory Species, has found that more than 22% of migratory species are at risk of extinction globally due to overexploitation, habitat destruction, and climate change. All right, Trump marked Valentine's Day by trying to fundraising off the fact Melania hasn't left him yet, even though she's nowhere to be seen. He celebrated Valentine's Day by hailing his wife for not leaving him despite his 91 felony charges and then asked his fans for $47, like the bloodsucker he is. All right, another shooting happened this week. Four people killed in a random murder spree across southeast Los Angeles County. This happened Sunday night and Monday morning. They were the victims of a random murder spree. The shooting death spanned a five-mile radius in a matter of a few hours in the cities of Huntington Park, Bell, Cahuti, and Los Angeles, according to homicide investigators, and they have two suspects arrested. Well, Biden urged Speaker MAGA Mike Johnson to let the House vote on a bill to aid Ukraine and Israel, and if Johnson refuses, House members may use a procedural trick, a discharge petition, to go around him. That's what MAGA Mike reminds me of, a discharge. Okay, why replacing Biden with Newsom or some other mythically perfect Democrats unlikely? Anybody hoping that that will happen is likely to be disappointed. Despite renewed anxiety over Biden's age, party officials and pollsters say swapping him out is a bad idea and nearly impossible without Biden signing off on it. No one who's done this at this level thinks that removing the sitting president of the United States, who's a Democrat from your ballot, is remotely plausible, said one of uh, former President Obama's pollsters. He says it's completely absurd. 
So let's go to day 129 in the hell that is Gaza. Israeli military reportedly invited spectators to watch the torture of Palestinians and filmed the Palestinians being tortured. Israel killed 67 Palestinians and five Israelis in order to rescue two Israelis. The U.S. is pleased. U.N. Special Reporter for the West Bank and Gaza has been banned. Two more reporters have been killed. UNWAR never got evidence from Israel. Israeli troops raided another hospital. Settlers are still violent against Palestinians. In most Americans want a ceasefire. Prominent conservatives for ceasefire oppose the war, any war against Iran. And the Senate passed aid to Israel, which may not pass the House. And this is America. Gun crazy, murdering, support war, etc., etc. All right, let's get to some crazy people stories. Staten Island man was bashed in the head with a bat by a stranger who called him a dirty Jew. The 25-year-old victim was approached by the hateful attacker in Marina's Harbor on Staten Island at 2.30 in the afternoon. Another one, another person was killed, five wounded in a Bronx subway station as a teenage fight turned into a shooting. A fight between rival teenagers spiraled out of control in a Bronx subway station during Monday's rush hour. The shots rang out on the northbound number four platform at the Mount Eden Avenue station. Okay, and another idiot, a man pointed a fake gun at cops, was fatally shot, shot by the cops in Queens. Mayor Adams said the suspect was involved in an argument with his brother at the complex on Beach 51st near Edgemere Avenue. A mother was found dead in a Soho hotel room. She was strangled, beaten, according to the autopsy. Denise Oleus Arancibia, who was found lifeless in an 11th floor hotel room at the Soho 54 Hotel, died of compression to her neck and blunt head trauma, according to a spokesperson for the city medical examiner, and it's been ruled a homicide. Well, what else could it have been? All right, Biden and the Jordanian king warn of the planned Israeli invasion of Rafah. The president appeared alongside an Arab leader at the White House for the first time since the Israeli-Gaza war began. But Netanyahu doesn't care about anything we have to say as long as we keep giving him money and weapons. And Bernie Sanders is the only one saying cut them off right now. Meanwhile, the Gazans in Rafah imagine being one of them. Watch as Israeli bombs move closer with nowhere left to run. They fled the violence by going south to Rafah at the Egyptian border. And now Israel's attacking the one safe zone in a final bid to remain there, rescue their remaining hostages while these people have nowhere to escape. So let's get over to climate engineering. This is a really good piece by Dane Wigington. Huge lies are being told daily to cover up the speed at which the climate is imploding on a global scale. He said nobody gets out alive from climate engineering disaster. He said huge lies are being told daily to cover up the speed. Sure, he said there have been sorts, all sorts of ways harm has been done to the environment, but Wigginton contends the biggest single cause of damage being done to the planet right now 
is man-made climate engineering being sprayed from the skies. He said, the bottom line is we're fighting for our lives right here and right now. The current paradigm is over. It's in the death throes. The oceans are dying. The insects are dying. Plankton is dying. Our atmosphere changing radically. Nothing can adapt to changes at this speed. Again, we're talking about toxic elements that should never be in our atmosphere. And we know there are patented processes for chemical ice nucleation. They've openly announced they're doing this. If you bring it up, they spit out the conspiracy mantra from the factless and the fearless, and they don't do any investigation whatsoever. Since when do we have winter storms coming out of the record warm Gulf of Mexico? We had water temperatures in Florida of 101 degrees. This is the same temperature range Jacuzzi recommends for their hot tubs. It killed everything, everything. Wigginton said people need the truth and they need to wake up because time's running out for the world you grew up in. He said we have layer upon layer of total insanity by a military industrial complex that's completely out of control. If we remain on this course, none of us will be here much longer. I don't care who rolls their eyes, walks away, and tells themselves they don't believe it. Unfolding events will tell you otherwise. Refusing to acknowledge climate engineering being the single most damaging human activity in this moment in time. How can these environmental groups ignore this massive destruction part of the equation? It's because they want to protect their 501c nonprofit. On the current course, nobody gets out alive, and that includes those who think they're going to go underground and ride this out. We've caused a certain amount of planetary heating and climate engineering is making that worse. Well, at least he's speaking out about it. All right, Biden and Trump trying to hide their age, according to a former U.S. presidential candidate, Mitt Romney. He said uh, Democrat and Republican rivals are just a couple of old guys hiding their senility, said Mitt Romney. Biden and, his, and Trump are avoiding debates for fear of showing how old they are, said Romney. Uh, Romney was speaking to the Associated Press Monday amid widespread public concern over Biden's advanced age and failing memory. Well, same for Trump. Let's go to Hobby Lobby, the thieves that present themselves as Christian. The Hobby Lobby-funded Jesus Super Bowl ads can't hide the hate that fuels the Christian right. As many journalists have carefully detailed, the He Gets Us campaign is funded in large part by the Green family who owns Hobby Lobby. Their life mission, besides getting rich by selling cheap tchotchkes, is to push their brand of far-right Christianity on the country. The Green-funded group that ran the He Gets Us ads last year has into anti-LGBTQ hate groups and organizations opposing women's rights. The families funded initiatives to put religious propaganda into public school classrooms, demanding the right to fire people for being gay, passed off forgeries as the Dead Sea Scrolls, stole antiquities from Iraq, as I reported years ago, and of course refused to comply with COVID pandemic restrictions for fear of losing profits. They also successfully sued to block their employees from using their own health insurance to cover contraception. 
Meanwhile, they're passing off forgeries and stealing uh, antiquities. All right, we're under a geomagnetic storm watch. A forecast model from NOAA shows multiple CMMs hitting Earth starting on February 13th. So, heads up. Okay, <clears throat> let's get back to Trump. Trump encouraged Putin to attack NATO members. At his rallies, uh, at a rally on Saturday, he said he would tell the Russians to do whatever the hell they want to states delinquent in their bills, coming from a man who doesn't pay his bills. Encouraging invasions of our closest allies by murderous regimes is appalling and unhinged, and it endangers American national security, global stability, and our economy at home, said a Biden spokesperson responding to those statements. The people with short memories on 9-11, they all came to our aid. And then there's the whole question of what might happen without NATO. If the U.S. allows Ukraine, Israel, or Taiwan to be overrun by their adversaries, there'll be dire consequences for Americans too. And by dire consequences, the uh, Niall Ferguson means something worse than another 9-11. Like, say, the U.S. losing World War III. Okay, let's see what else we've got. <laughs> Crazy world, man. All right, NATO chiefs Jen Stoltenberg said Trump's remarks may put the U.S. and European Union lives at risk. He said NATO is ready and able to defend all allies after Trump invited Russia to attack member countries. Even though today his lover boy and Putin said that he prefers Biden to Trump, which would have broken Trump's heart if he had won. All right, let's get back to the Super Bowl win and the shove that Travis Kelsey gave to Andy Reid. They both addressed the sideline bump after the Super Bowl win. Andy Reid said he caught me off balance, although today Travis said what he did was unacceptable and he's sorry he did it. And it was on camera, you couldn't miss. Travis Kelsey bumping into and screaming at the Chiefs' coast. Uh, anyway, the Chiefs' Travis Kelsey said Super Bowl outburst and the bump of Andy Reid was definitely unacceptable. He was on a podcast with his brother and admitted the bump was unacceptable. Kansas City officials hinted that Taylor Swift was warned to steer clear of the Super Bowl parade. Uh, they warned her presence at the Super Bowl parade could add to the chaos and be too much for the city's security to handle. Well, obviously the city's security didn't handle it anyway. This new sports Pat Leonard said you can't let it slide. Travis Kelsey is a diva receiver for physically accosting the Chiefs coast Andy Reid. His physical confrontation on Andy Reid on the Super Bowl sideline was diva behavior, spurring social vitriol. The action would get most players thrown off their team's sideline, fined, and suspended. And they say he can't set a precedent that this type of behavior is acceptable. Well, it's football. Lots of testosterone, and I'm sure lots of steroids happening on that field. Well... In case Southern California hasn't had enough, now the mudslide danger is high as rain-saturated hills are ready to give way. Already inundated by record rainfall, Southern California facing another major storm this weekend 
that could bring new risks for mudslides and flooding in vulnerable areas saturated with water. If you take a look at the videos out of, out of that area today, everything's underwater. The region saw 2 to 15 inches of rain last week, precipitation that weakened hillsides, closed roads, damaged homes. And while the strength of this new storm is still far from clear, experts say it underscores the danger for slide-prone areas in the weeks and months ahead. All right, a YouTuber named Tumad, Tumad has been found dead, 23 years old, of a suspected overdose, a popular YouTube star. Uh, his death comes following allegations of sexual assault and stalking. Yep, this is the world we live in. All right, bad news again for Trump. The judge has set a March trial date in Trump's New York hush money case. He refused to give him a delay. So now the hush money trial go ahead is scheduled with a jury selection starting March 25th. Thursday's uh, proceeding is part of a busy overlapping stretch of legal activity for Trump who's increasingly made his court involvement part of his political campaign, like the idiot that he is. Okay, I'm going to take a short break. Stay with me. Got lots more news. I'll be right back. Listeners of The Maria Heller Show are smart, savvy, healthy, discerning, and active participants on all issues facing planet Earth. Guests are eager to appear on Maria's show because of the strength, intelligence, and passion of her listening audience. Maria has some of the best, most intelligent, and open-minded people on the planet as her listening audience. Maria brings you the best of thousands of activists' information so you can live a fully awake, informed, healthy, and happy life. Maria does the work, digs all the important truths, and presents them in a fun, loving, and humorous atmosphere. Many guests have said she does a better job than Oprah herself. Maria isn't funded by anyone but her listening audience. She owes nothing to anyone and doesn't capitulate to any corporate sponsor. Maria doesn't hammer you over the head with non-stop commercials, nor is she selling anything except knowledge. Grow your spiritual, physical, political, and global knowledge. Don't miss a single show. Subscribe today at www.meria.net. That's www.meria.net. It's the best value you'll ever get for your money. So turn your friends on to this brave, non-stoppable woman. They'll thank you for it. Now back to this great show. Hey, welcome back. Here we go. Falling electric vehicle sales are now raising worries over California's climate plan. The sales of electric vehicles dropped significantly in the second half of 2023, 
raising questions about the state's ability to phase out gas-powered cars. After years of rapid expansion, unreliable charging networks and other consumer headaches appear to have dampened the enthusiasm for the zero-emission vehicles. There are even signs that Californians are getting tired of Tesla, or at least wary of its outspoken chief executive, Elon Musk. Listen, I had six, six different Prius that did not have to be charged. They were self-charging. You didn't need charging stations for it. When the back wheel spun, it charged the battery. Why didn't they just use that instead of going through all this bother? As you saw, these electric vehicle charging stations, when they get hit with the kind of water and rain that you have seen, they don't work. So, uh, so much for that. All right, Mary Trump blasted Jon Stewart as a danger to democracy following his Daily Show return, where he ripped on Trump and ripped on Biden. Personally, I didn't watch it because I don't like Jon Stewart, never did. You're free to like him or not. But Mary Trump, who's an outspoken critic of Donald Trump, took to social media to rebuke what Jon Stewart had to say about this year's presidential race. All right, let's get to, this is a crazy one, okay, so let's see, let's see how much this goes. There's a drug, I can barely pronounce it, midazolam murders, the crime of the century. Tens of thousands of elderly were secretly euthanized to boost COVID deaths. A bombshell new report sent shockwaves around the world after an investigation into the high number of COVID deaths during the pandemic uncovered evidence that tens of thousands of elderly people were actually murdered to boost their mortality rates. The data produced for the report indicated people were being euthanized using a fatal injection of midazolam. The cause of their death was then listed as COVID, indicating that the virus was killing far more old people than it was. The explosive data from the report was made public by Australian politician Craig Kelly, the national director of the United Australia Party. The report was obtained official UK government data on death rates and causes. The data appears to show that vast numbers of elderly were murdered with an injection of the end-of-life drug midazolam. According to Kelly, the patients were euthanized in order to boost COVID deaths and ramp up public fear to garner support for lockdowns and vaccines. While alerting the public about the data, Kelly declared that it exposes the crime of the century. These deaths were then falsely blamed on COVID, which was the basis of the public fear campaigns used to justify the lockdown and mass mandated injections of the public, including children, with an experimental medical intervention that had zero long-term safety data. Along the way, a small group pushing the need for mass-mandated injections made billions. This paper shows the UK spike in deaths wrongly attributed to COVID-19 in April 2020 wasn't due to the virus, which was largely absent, but was due to the widespread use of midazolam injections which was statistically very highly correlated, coefficient over 90%, with excess deaths in all regions of England during 2020, 
The widespread and persistent use of midazolam in the UK suggests a possible policy of systemic euthanasia. And this is why this is why I told everybody don't do the shots and now we're seeing beginning to see the effects of it if you're still alive. All right, day 128 in Gaza. A month's supply of food aid is sitting in an Israeli port just miles away. Gazans are starving. Anwar can't access aid for Gaza where the need is beyond catastrophic. Israeli snipers killed scores of Palestinians. There were Super Bowl ads for Israel. Gaza civil society is in danger of collapse. Israeli soldiers robbed a Gaza bank. Gaza patients are dying without oxygen, promised by Israel. And uh, testimonies are coming out from female prisoners how they've been treated. And Israeli settlements are growing 3% a year, while their gross national product is in the toilet like they're rating. All right, let's get to the Lakewood church shooter. He's been named, as police confirmed, the word plastered on his, the AR-15 rifle she used. She's been identified as Janess Yvonne Marino, a 36-year-old lone wolf, who allegedly took her own son to the church before embarking on the shooting using an assault-style rifle with the word Palestine across it. Okay, although Biden <clears throat> chose to decline a pre-Super Bowl interview for second year in a row, this level of trolling represents an unexpected shift in his campaign strategy for years the White House has attempted to reach younger audience on TikTok, but they've never gone so far as to create an account, probably because the administration's worried they'll look hypocritical having banned the national security threat on government devices. But as the election nears and Trump becomes the presumptive Republican nominee, Biden's considered every trick in the book, including joining TikTok. So I guess they'll use whatever they can. This off uh, Esquire magazine, Merrick Garland needs to be thanked for his service and shown the door. He's not equipped to use all the tools God gave the Department of Justice to thwart the genuine threat to the Republic that is El Cadillo del Mar-a-Lago and the dangerous political climate he's created. Well, Trump takes his total immunity claim to SCOTUS, which is why Jack Smith wants them to vote on it quickly because here he is once again trying to delay his trial. Trump, who supposedly once hated his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, has endorsed her to help lead the Republican National Committee, which would tighten his hold on the party as the contest for a president continues, and also loosen up the strings on those purses for Trump. All right, embattled uh, DA Fannie Willis could be disqualified from Trump's Georgia case, according to a judge in Georgia. He said it's possible that she could be disqualified from the state's election interference case against Trump, setting an evidentiary hearing that Trump is reportedly planning to attend later this week. For what? For having one of her ex-boyfriends on the case? While Trump, the rapist, gets uh, treated like he's made out of marshmallows. 
All right, Nikki Haley said that Trump can't be trusted to protect our troops. She said he's not only not qualified to be president, but she doesn't trust him to protect American troops. Well, of course not. He calls them losers. Okay, let's go to Stephen Colbert, who did a really good job with this. Stephen Colbert tears into malicious elderly rapist Trump in a memorable monologue on his late show. Uh, Stephen dismissed last week's special counsel report, which cleared Joe Biden of wrongdoing in the classified documents case, but called him a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Colbert said it's kind of going off-road in a report about classified documents and then offered as an example. Your Honor, we the jury have reached a verdict. We find the defendant not guilty of murder, but he's ugly and his mother dresses him funny. Colbert tried to put some perspective on the situation. He said, well, the report may reinforce concerns about the president's age. The choice will probably come down to Biden versus Trump unless something drastic happens. And he said, voters are just going to have to choose between a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory or a contemptible, malicious elderly rapist with a poor memory. At least somebody has the guts to call him out as the rapist he is. Now let's skip across let's skip across the world to the Dutch in the Netherlands. A Dutch court orders orders a halt to transfer of F-35 parts to Israel, something we should be doing. They ordered the government not to transfer F-35 fighter jet parts to Israel over claims the Israeli military is violating international law with its operation in Gaza. The appellate court gave the government seven days to halt the exports, as Amsterdam says it will appeal the ruling. But despite the order, it's unclear whether the Dutch can even block the transfers to Israel, as the technology is U.S.-owned and only stocked in the Netherlands, which in 2019 was tapped to be a logistical hub for the F-35 consortium, in which specific partner countries, including Israel, have access to the advanced military hardware spearheaded by American defense giant Lockheed Martin. You know, the people making the money on the war. Well, Israel said they plan to move the Rafah civilians to 15 tent cities along the coast. Why not just shove them in the water and get it over with? And that's their latest ridiculous plan. Okay, since Monday, we've had a few earthquakes happen near the coast of Chile, a 6.0, South Sandwich Islands region at a 5.7, the state of Yap, the Federated States of Micronesia, 6.0, and the Vanuatu region had a 5.8. Let's get over to Elon Musk, who I think does way too many drugs. He said Putin would be assassinated if he backs out of the Ukraine war. Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk said that he believes Putin's under pressure to end the war in Ukraine. He also claimed Putin would be assassinated if he backed out of the raging war. What an idiot. Okay, <clears throat> let's get skip across here. Putin approves asset confiscation for spreading falsehoods about, about the army. Amendments to the criminal code would let Russian authorities seize property from those found guilty of inciting extremist activity, 
another ripoff by your government. Putin signed the law Wednesday allowing Russian authorities to confiscate the property of individuals found guilty of spreading deliberately false information about the armed forces or committing crimes against national security. Both houses of parliament, the State Duma and the Federal Council, passed the bill unanimously over the past two weeks, which is another way of saying, zip your lip. The European Union may use a potential European army to subjugate dissenting members. The European army ideas once again popped up amongst the bloc's politicians. Europe needs its own army, said a Czech MEP from the Greens European Free Alliance. His comment came in response to Trump's notion that he would not defend NATO members who don't abide by their spending obligations if elected. Another reason that he shouldn't be elected. Okay, day 130 for the Gazans. Israeli forces killed a second American citizen in the West Bank in under a month. Another U.S. teenager. Biden still steady, supporting Israel regardless of the outcome in Rafah. Uh, Israel not only ravaged a hospital, but blocked flour for Gaza in spite of promising the U.S. that they would give them the food. Israeli snipers killed Palestinians searching for an internet signal. Two journalists were targeted in a direct strike by an Israeli drone. And Palestinians arrested by Israel surpassed 7,000 since October 7th. And UN Special Advisor on Preventing Genocide wouldn't use the word genocide for Gaza. I'd like to know what he considers it to be. Okay, White House said they're going to brief Congress on a serious national security threat. And MAGA Mike Johnson said there's no reason for Americans to be alarmed from the unspecified threat. As far as I can understand, the unspecified threat is, oh, Russia's going to put nukes in space. Which, of course, uh, you know, many years ago, when I had Bruce Gannon on the show, who was, whose uh, site is Keep Space for Peace, we knew sooner or later that was going to happen. And polar bears risk starvation as they face longer ice-free periods in the Arctic. Polar bears in Canada's Hudson Bay risk starvation as the climate crisis lengthens periods without Arctic sea ice. And this, this is going to be the first time in... I don't know how many centuries that Greenland is actually turning green again. Uh, and uh, that's what's happening. Yep, going, going, almost gone. I talked about this with Chuck on the show yesterday, how humans have no respect or regard for nature. Okay, Putin and his NATO foes have something in common, the looming shadow of Trump burnishing their affection for the current U.S. president. Putin said Joe Biden is a more experienced person. He's predictable. He's an old-style politician. Uh, he also was not impressed with Tucker Carlson. And when he was asked which of the two leading candidates would be better for Russia, that was what he had to say. Biden. The incumbents also more likely to honor NATO, notably the article compelling members to come to each other's defense if attacked. 
giving Europeans their own reasons to prefer Biden over Trump. I think the whole world should get to vote in our elections. That's my thought. Okay, let's see. Let's go to MAGA melts down, like they did after the Super Bowl. Well, they also melted down after prosecutor, New York prosecutor Letitia James wrote Trump a Valentine's Day poem. Gotta love it. The uh, prosecutor leading Trump's civil fraud case sent Trump a heart of a poem on Valentine's Day. And here it is. Roses are red, violets are blue. No one's above the law, even when you think the rules don't apply to you. You know what? I thought of a better poem, which one of the kids in my elementary class wrote in my book. I still remember it when you said those little autograph books at the end of the year and everybody was writing it. I remember this boy in my class, and I thought it was funny, actually. He said, roses are red, violets are black. You'd look good with a knife in your back. <laughs> That's the one I would have sent Trump. Anyway, her poem came out about noon on Wednesday, hours after Trump shared his own Valentine's Day missive to his missing wife that included all capital complaints about witch hunts, indictments, and arrests. And then he said, you never left my side to Melania, who's been famously missing from the 2024 campaign trail. We all saw her at her mother's funeral, wouldn't even let Stinky get in the same car with her. So... And, of course, then asking his fans on Valentine's Day for $47, I guess, for his wife. That might be her going rate per hour. I don't know. Okay, headline news is next. Trump's lawyers reveal their defense strategy to Judge Cannon in a private hearing. Judge Cannon, who should be shot out of a cannon. Literally insane. Trump's outburst left Christina Amapur in disbelief. I don't know why. Everybody knows he's crazy except the crazies that follow him. Well, now Trump's complaining that his lawyers are overpaid and he set limits on what they can charge. And his limit is $7.50 an hour. Overpaid? When did they get their checks? Republicans are fleeing Congress to escape chaos and dysfunction. GOP defenses of Trump's outrageous remarks prove that Republicans have bent to his will. I think all members of the GOP should be wearing knee pads by now. Joe Scarborough ripped Trump for encouraging Putin to take over NATO countries. Human activity is pushing more than one in five migratory species towards extinction. Top constitutional experts sounded the alarm over Trump's attack on NATO, calling it treason. I don't know how many more acts of treason this guy has to commit before he's not allowed to run for president and thrown in prison, or he gets the Rosenberg's treatment for treason. Morning Joe bashed wealthy freaks who pined for the return of the crazy lunatic Trump. Freaks for Trump, there's a bumper sticker. Trump doubles down on making fun of Nikki Haley's husband, who's serving a second tour in Africa, because that's what he thinks about the troops. Why doesn't he mock his wife, who's probably, you know, still banging one of her security guards and staying as far away from his shitted diapers as she can? Okay, Trump is still being defiant over the backlash he's getting over the NATO remarks. He's still sticking to it. Mr. I don't pay any of my bills, but you're going to pay yours. 
And Megan Kelly said Jesus was white and blackface was all right. Is she nuts? Obviously. A historian buried Lara Trump's cushy RNC appointment saying Trump believes in nepotism. An ex-Watergate prosecutor ripped special counsel for violation of DOJ rules, calling it unethical. Now, I don't even know how this happens, okay? Except they said that this woman had mental problems her whole life. A Kansas City mother has been charged in the death of her one-month-old baby after allegedly mistakenly placing the infant in an oven instead of her crib for a nap. So I wonder, is this one of those forced births that she didn't want, or if she was just legitimately nuts? All right, Joe Biden trolled the NFL conspiracy theorists with a Chiefs victory post. He said, just like we drew it up, with his Doc Brandon uh, picture attached to that. Trump said Taylor Swift won't endorse Biden because I made her so much money. He's trying to take credit for Taylor Swift's success. What a P.O.S., as you would say. Well, let's get to some of the holy men. When you people are, oh, transsexuals are going to rape your children. It's not the trannies, it's your holy men. A Tennessee pastor stole thousands of dollars from a disabled man, man of God. A former Franklin pastor has been arrested and charged with a child sex crime. A Wichita Falls pastor is accused of child sex crimes, and he just got a trial date set. A second woman accused the evangelical leader in Kansas City of sexual abuse, and the church apologized. Aaron Ivey, the pastor and husband of podcaster Jamie Ivey, has been accused of indecent texts with men. Ooh. And Super Bowl 2024 was the most watched U.S. TV broadcast since the 1969 moon landing with 123 million people watching it. Shows you where our priorities are. And New York's snowstorm they're trying to blame slashed the voter turnout for George Santos and it was really bad for Republicans. Well, it didn't seem to stop the voter turnout for Swosey, did it? Okay. The pitchfork-wielding January 6th rioters' defense in court is an insanity plea. He's saying that he was blinded by the MAGA cult. Russian courts have now issued a secret arrest warrant for Lindsey Graham. Maybe somebody will arrest him. A Senate Republican slammed criminal Texas Attorney General for pushing Russian propaganda. No good reason for SCOTUS to disgrace itself by even reviewing Trump's immunity claim, according to a legal scholar. But Trump's, you know, they are Trump's court, so it'll be interesting to see. They really should not review it and let the, uh, let the three justices uh, state, uh, stay in place that he has no immunity. Biden took aim at Trump and MAGA Mike Johnson, saying you want freedom or terror and tyranny. A three-star general slammed Trump as a mafia type, saying he couldn't care less about moral obligations. Well, of course not. He has no morals. 
One self-inflicted Trump wound after another. That's what Morning Joe said as he gloated over their latest GOP loss. Lara Trump, by the way, vowed that every single penny RNC has will go to Donald Trump. So that leaves all the rest of the Republicans twisting in the wind. Trump is on pace to run out of cash right at the peak of campaign season. Too bad he's not running out of breath. Arizona GOP introduced a resolution, of course it's non-binding, non-binding, binding, to declare Trump the 2024 winner regardless of the vote. That's how twisted the GOP is. Makes no sense, and ex-aid warns that the GOP will lose winnable races because of their fealty to Trump. Experts say that Democrats are on a winning roll with no end in sight for a string of victories. Impeaching Mayorkas was a violation of the Constitution, remember that. Minnesota health officials say Legionnaire's disease outbreak in Grand Rapids is linked to the city's water. So if you're drinking water in Grand Rapids, stop. House ethics investigators have obtained texts that Matt Gates, the pedophile, allegedly sent to a woman that his colleague paid for sex. And Trump's mounting legal bills of bankrupting his PACs and could bleed the RNC dry. Bleed the RNC already has had my attention. All right, next White House official, I think he was an official for two days, Scaramucci, said Democratic special election victory shows that Trump has lost the suburbs. And last but not least, Mary Trump said there's hope for 2024 as the recent election shows that swing voters will abandon Trump. So there you have it. There's the news. And uh, whatever it is you guys are up to and doing this weekend, stay safe. Uh, this is my chance to wish my granddaughter Jessica a happy birthday. She'll be 27th on the 18th. And whatever it is you're doing, keep your spiritual practices honed because that's the only sanity in this crazy world. Thanks for supporting the show. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening and supporting The Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net Often imitated, never duplicated. A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.